Lock the doors and prepare for something scary. It's a special Halloween episode of the Red Light Library. That rhyme sucked. Uh, warning adult content sexual situations. This is an erotica review podcast after all, with only one rule. If it's up for sale, it's up for critique. Because once you start charging for it, you're asking for it. <laughs> Nozzle listeners, don't forget this episode is brought to you in part by Audible.com. Stay tuned to the uh, middle of the episode in which I'll give you a suggestion for a fun, you know, Octoberween book to try out as your first credit. You can support the show and your reading habits by going to audibletrial.com forward slash RLL. That's the initials of the podcast, RLL. <laughs> Here's the show. I, there's nothing, I, I couldn't do a voice that's like germane to the show, because it's a mummy and they're kind of quiet, so, yeah. Welcome back to your pages to the Red Light Library. I'm joined once again by my fabulous original co-host. Jackie. Jackie. See? That's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Either that or you're four miles away from the mic and you go, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> We're also joined in the background by a, a, a tiny, tiny dog and my girlfriend. That dog is not tiny. Who's looking at boobs on in the? the well, fuck she's is that? pretty tiny. I, I mean, know. she's not that big. It's like a, it's a fucking. Yeah, it's a mermaid with huge old titties that are a fountain. Yeah, I mean. Wait, like, they're a fountain? Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. It looks like goo is coming out of her titties. <laughs> oh yeah, that's out not of her good. Titty nipples. Titty nipples. That's not good. I'm just gonna take a drink here. All right, today we are. Um, we're. <laughs> it's, Let's go. You're so cute. Guys, it's Halloween. No, it's not. We're pretending it's September. You're peeling back the curtain. You're killing me, Smalls. I'll peel back your curtain. Okay. At least wait until we're done recording. Welcome welcome to Halloween Month, where we only talk about Halloween-related things. Uh, I tried to find... Why was Halloween? I'm having a hard time finding Halloween-related shit. Really? Well... I mean, we can, like, today's isn't specifically Halloween-related, but who the fuck hasn't seen someone try to do a shitty toilet paper mummy? So I thought we'd do a mummy one. Today we're talking about a little book uh, that has one star on Amazon. It does not deserve one star. It honestly doesn't. I liked it. It was, there were bits and, and pieces that were very surprising and I was not expecting, but I honestly don't think that it deserves the one star. Well, the thing is, it has one star because it has one rating, and that one rating is one star. So let's go ahead and just look at that real quick before we start. Uh, this is from Nunsuch on Amazon. They have this to say. I would advise the author try again. Dot, 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 dot. dot it was dot, just dot. <laughs> dreadful. Dot, 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 dot. A few times, I cringed at the main character. While it may have been pure fantasy, the, quote, mummy, taught just doesn't work given what history shows, dot, dot, dot. A weak, limping boy doesn't become a muscled, sex-crazed stud muffin after death. Now, not only is this person an asshole for giving this book one star, they're wrong. Yeah. Because it specifically is addressed. Now, the book is about the mummy, um, or the book is about the pharaoh's mummy, and specifically the Pharaoh to be, yes. So it is King Tut. However, 
the main character does mention how her, right at the fucking she beginning believes, too. Yeah, how she believes that the the um, body that was found previously that was yeah. you know a young boy who was you know disfigured or whatever was a decoy, and that King Tut lived ruled. into his thirties. Yeah. And was very healthy and ruled a long time and blah, 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 blah. And that's her conspiracy theory. And that totally makes sense for this story. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think that's true, but <laughs> but it makes sense for the story. So we open up. I'm going to hit the lead as per usual. Uh, after years of waiting, miles of driving, and hours of digging, I was finally about to meet the man of my dreams. It was unfortunate that... It was unfortunate then that he had been dead for three thousand three hundred years. Oh, I just, I just burped. That's fine. It was a really stinky burp. What? It would take. It, okay, it smells well, like Arby's and Pepsi. The, I was gonna say you tend to you you, you like gas yourself. It's yeah, not, I did. Good, you, oh you, my goodness, my shirt smells so bad now. It's like I'm surrounded you by dudes. Clo- cologne or something? Cause I got, like, I'm I gonna got, kill myself. I got mouthwash. Let me just douse myself in mouthwash. I mean, you yeah. can just take okay, your head no off thanks. it. What'd you find, babe? Is, is that the thing? Yeah. I'm adding these to them. Cool, thank you. Uh, da, 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 da. So, yeah, she reveals... Do we find her name out? Is it Susan or something? It might. We do have... Her, she is named. They're always boring white guy names. Um, no, white guy names. Well, like, a white guy would come up with that well, name. Well, okay, so there's Ronnie, which is her... Yeah, her her partner. Who is forgotten about at the end of this piece? He's he died. Oh, by the way, this is by Samantha Stone, is the author. Anyway. I don't know. It's not super. Her she's a she's a doctor of archaeology. Like. Yeah, she's she has what she needs to get where she needs to be, which is Tut's tomb, the actual burial place underneath quote a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> like we just picked it. She doesn't even say Giza. Like I don't know where the fuck this pyramid is. Yeah, I honestly don't know. It's it's somewhere Egypt. in Egypt. It's gotta be Egypt. It is but somewhere that's about in Egypt it. because she says that she's in Egypt. Oh, yeah. And her um, she has like the foreman of her crew is an Egyptian man. So, so they uh, are in e- Egypt, like for sure. You mentioned Ronnie. Let's get Ronnie's description out. Ronnie was one of my many older, unattractive interns yeah. that plagued our research facility and plagued me with his constant flirting. Does he flirt? No. No. He, he doesn't flirt a single... The only thing he, he mocks does, her at one point. Yeah, he mocks her at one point, And at one point also, when like he wakes up from being knocked unconscious and sees her fucking the mummy, he's like, what? He has the obvious reaction. Yeah, and then that annoys her for some reason, and yeah. I'm like, okay, that should not annoy you. <laughs> like, So they break through a wall and find the burial chamber. Uh, there's a sarcophagus and jewels and whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Most peculiar was the phallus on top of the sarcophagus lid. Bigger than any phallus I'd seen and made of shimmering solid gold. Solid gold. And then she says, it's him. Yeah, she goes. She just whispers, she it's w- him. It's him. And then Ronnie goes, yeah, very mad is Izzy. Ronnie Why asks, is that always your voice for the like. Snide. Sm- yeah, like the the men who are like. Is That's always your voice for the for the geeky men or for the men who you. For the same reason that every woman's impersonation of a dumb guy is, uh, like, <laughs> they're just uh, our architect. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's uh go back to my place, maybe, and you could suck my dick. <laughs> a hook. 
So they get back to the, they get in the chamber. Ronnie mocks the sarcophagus dick. Yep. And for, that annoys the doctor. Yeah, and then the ceiling caves in, knocking Ronnie out, and it mm-hmm. knocks the lid off the sarcophagus. I oh, and Ronnie tries to run while everything's collapsing, and she goes, "No!" I barked and started off toward the sarcophagus. I would rather be buried with the man of my dreams than flee with the likes of Ronnie. It's like, what's wrong with Ronnie? Like you. It doesn't really give you a good reason to dislike Ronnie. If he had... Uh, here's another thing. I, we've talked about this before. I think at some point there was more Ronnie and it got cut. And they, oh, and that's they definitely didn't, possible. They didn't delete the thing about Ronnie flirting, mm-hmm. even though they wanted to, to completely delete that. Or it was a thing they thought of at the last moment, but didn't add. Like in their head, Ronnie flirts with her, but they didn't say it. Yeah, that's uh, possible. Which, sorry, but, I mean, that's what's on the fucking page. Um, so, yeah, there's a cave-in. It knocks the thing off the sarcophagus, and she sees the mummy. And the, I gotta be fucking honest here, the whole mummy side of the story is very underplayed. Yeah, and Like, honestly, they mention okay, the bandages so, a couple of times. Yeah, so she gets hit on the head by a couple of rocks, and so does Ronnie, and it knocks Ronnie out. And mm-hmm. I thought, at the end of this book... Oh, it's going to be a dream. That it was all going to be a dream. That, that would have been easy. Be, yeah. yeah, it would have. I mean, it would have been easy. And that's honestly what I was expecting. That's not what happens. And that's fine. And I, I liked that it wasn't, you know, exactly what I was expecting. But that's just what I thought. You want, you want to hear a little dirty little secret? No. I was kind of pulling for that to be the ending of the last Harry Potter book. That it was all a dream? Like he wakes up, he's still under the stairs. And he's like 20. You make me want to vomit. <laughs> I'm literally so angry I knew at you it, right now. I knew like, it wouldn't I happen. I seriously am seeing red. But it would like, it would be so perfect. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Why? Because that head cannon's in there now? Like oh, it, no. Okay. No, oh, no. You're rejecting. It's just so absurd and ridiculous and infuriating. <laughs> to quote Jim Carrey, deleted. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got like a five minute rant about that fucking line, by the way. Uh, let's see. So, we find out that King Tut, if you look at the cover of this, I mean, go look at the thumbnail for the podcast, I'll make sure he's visible. Uh, he's fucking smoking, the, but, well, he's a little oddly proportioned, like, yeah. with his arm up over he his head like that. He kind of like, looks like the dude from Prometheus a little bit, to call back something I was mentioning about another book earlier. Uh, big, muscular, a little bit ridiculously I almost feel like he is, like, photoshopped. Well, he definitely is uh, a, a separate piece of the photo. Fo- like, there's a woman, Well, no, but I mean, him. I feel like his body is photoshopped. Oh, you mean it's tweaked? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Well, obviously, it's, I mean, they wouldn't let a woman just lay on a pyramid in her bikini, would they? <laughs> I will be completely frank here. I chose this based off the cover and it being <laughs> not the best photoshop thing in the world. Because, quite frankly, if you type mummy erotica into uh, Amazon, you're going to get a lot of people fucking their biologically female (laughs) parental figures who are British. Okay. Mummy porn. Mm. Okay, I get it. Assholes. If one of them played off that wordplay a little bit where it's like, my mummy, mum, like something like that, I'd find it funny, but otherwise, fuck you. Uh... (laughs) Uh, you really had a hard time finding, like... Mummy-based mummy? shit? Well, mummy-based shit that wasn't just like, and then he raped me. Oh. Because most, air quote, monster porn is like, oh no, I'm trapped in a room. Was that? Oh. 
Oh. It's got a dick. But speaking of, fucking, we find out. I do like this side of it. He's not like 100% when, when the sarcophagus yeah, opens. Yeah, he's like under a spell or whatever and he has to like regain his strength. He's also speaking English. No, he speaks Egyptian. He, it says that at one point, but he's speaking English to her. She says, I'm coming, my love. Um, she looks into the eyes of the mummy, and then they blink. She, are you? And then he uh, he opens his eyes, and he lifts his head. Who snarled the mummy in a thick, raspy tone. Wakes the slumber of Tutankhamun. Uh, uh, Annabelle Abernathy, I squeaked, clasping the breast of my polo. Because that's what you dig a pyramid <laughs> in as a polo. Yeah. Uh, of Cincinnati, Ohio. I have waited for this moment for thousands upon thousands of years, growled the being sat up in his grave with stiff, uneasy movement as his limbs moved forward for the first time for centuries. Annabelle of Cincinnati. Are you a princess? I felt his warm eyes even... See, they don't even mention what fucking language he's speaking in. Yeah, well, they do eventually. They they mention that he's he speaks in Egyptian. But I guess it doesn't really matter because he's, you know, a magical mummy. Yeah. Actually, I will mention this. I'm reading The Mummy! Exclamation mark from 1827. Probably the first book to have the title, The Mummy. Uh, and the way they get around that is the author... She pushes it to the future and says, by this time in the future, any good Englishman knows every language. So he's speaking in ancient Egyptian, but every other character just knows ancient Egyptian. It was the stupidest workaround I've ever seen. You're the stupidest workaround I've ever seen. Oh! Oh, snap! Dear listeners, today's episode is brought to you in part by Excitica. Excitica is a home for erotica of all flavors, where kink is not a dirty word. Your one-stop shop alternative to the puritanical policies of certain big box erotica providers out there is Excitica. If you got something that makes your toes curl and people write about it, it's probably on Excitica right now. You can go there at this very moment and find fairly priced erotica of all shapes and sizes. And, if you're a writer, you can publish your own erotica with competitive rates paid out quarterly via PayPal. With competitive rates for authors and fair prices for readers, there's something for everyone to be excited about here at Excitica. E-X-C-I-T-I-C-A dot com. Also, audible.com forward slash RLL will get you a free month and a free audiobook of your choice. With over 200,000 to choose from, Audible has something for everybody. And since it's Halloween month, I've been listening to Stephen King's It due to the movie being pretty damn good. I mean, there is the scene with the orgy in it that we all talk about because it's cut out of every movie for obvious reasons. If you don't know about the orgy scene in It, you might want to look into that. might break a couple of limits for some people, but... If you like Stephen King's cocaine years, it is classic stuff. AudibleTrial.com forward slash RLL or click on the link in the podcast description if you are listening to this on a computer. Also, a quick update for those who don't know, we do have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash RedLightLibrary. And with the new month comes the unfortunate news that some of our supporters have had to pass on. <sighs> but... 
It is a new month and there are new beginnings and new listeners, so I just want to bring up, we are damned close to being self-sufficient again with only $13 to go per month until the podcast pays for itself. And as a broke-ass college student, that $13 could be several meals. <laughs> so if you want to support the show monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash redlightlibrary or just go to check out, you know, my explanations for why we're doing the podcast. You can see a breakdown of where all of our costs are and all that stuff. Any little bit helps. Just follow us on Twitter at redlightlibrary if you want to hear more about the show. And we are having a giveaway right now until October 16th. You can go onto our Twitter and find out about a giveaway of a paperback copy of Approaching the Swingularity by Cooper S. Beckett. It's pretty dope. It's also signed, and we're giving away stickers. I'm flooding you guys with information, so I'm going to go now. You enjoy the rest of the episode. I pulled down the collar of my polo and let him gaze upon my butt. I didn't understand. Okay, so... There's no real he says, trigger he says, for that. I need to gather my strength. And then... And she's she, like... He basically, like, checks her out. And then she's like, well, I'll just, you know, pull my shirt down so yeah. you can check out my titties. Like, the, the, like you just hear fucking instead of puppy power, you're scrapping your titty power! Yeah. And she literally says, then let me help you. Like, let me help you regain, regain your strength. By I already my, came 2,000 miles. What's another two feet? <laughs> so she hops in the sarcophagus with him and boing. Uh, she immediately starts fucking him. Her much too clothed pussy was sure. Uh, she feels him get an erection against her crotch and her much too clothed pussy was surely the biggest cock she'd ever felt. <laughs> His member sheared through the wrappings at at his waist and sought my wet mound like a heat-seeking missile. <laughs> now that's funny, and that I think it's hilarious. trying to be funny. Yeah. But we do enter into some dangerous territory of a fuck ton of adjectives for genitalia. Yeah. Uh, there's like a lot of cunt, a lot of... Member. A lot of member. Uh, where is it? I slithered weakly in his grasp as he shoved his shaft into my pulsating, pulsating pussy. pussy. Shoved his shaft into my pulsating pussy. All the way to the hilt. Sword imagery. Uh, <laughs> then Ronnie wakes up. What the fuck is that? Ronnie demanded as he stumbled to his feet. I. St- yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. I stumbled in. <laughs> I stopped and nearly tumbled over the side of the sarcophagus. Were it not for Tutankhamen and those beefy arms keeping me in place, <laughs> here I was, buck naked and just shy of orgasm with the great pharaoh of Egypt, and Ronnie was beholding me like a six-car pile-up. That's fuck because that? you're fucking a fucking mummy! Ronnie was beholding me like a six-car pile-up. What the fuck like is that? Like, he was that? looking at her and like, what just happened? I get it, but this feels like, like, oh, I'm gonna be creative. I'm gonna be creative know, like shit it. right That's here. That's not... No, I like it. I don't. I don't think that that's too much. He goes, Tut's just like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And he just goes, I'm a scientist, and then he tries to defend Annabelle. Um, yeah, because he thinks that honestly, he probably thinks that Annabelle's like under some spell or is getting yeah. raped by this mummy, you know, whatever. And then King Tut's basically like, well, um, unfortunately. He tries to call base camp with a walkie-talkie. Yeah. And this makes Annabelle shriek because she's thinking, oh, no, they're going to see me naked <laughs> and fucking a mummy. And this makes Tut think Ronnie's a threat. 
So he, so he so he uses his as previously undiscussed force powers yeah. to levitate Ronnie, hit him in the head with a rock, and throw him into an empty sarcophagus. I feel that's like just randomly in the tomb. I feel like this is a uh, uh, a thrown away script for X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> like, this it's just close enough. He looks he might just look like Oscar Isaac. Uh, he throws the guy in another sarcophagus. Like, there's a second one in the room we didn't yeah, know about. Yeah, there are several empty sarcophagus. Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi, I think, is the appropriate one. I don't know, man. I watched a lot of Egypt shit as a kid. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, so he locks Ronnie away, and this is the last we ever hear of Ronnie. Yeah, we don't really... But I'm pretty sure he's dead. Well, I yeah, mean, I'll, she mentions we'll, we'll him get to like the one, ending. She mentions him like one more time, like in in passing or something, and and I'm pretty sure he's dead. So he go uh, then. Um, Tot turns around. He's like, "My princess, are you okay?" And she's just like, "Sploosh." Yeah. It was magical, and it was hot. I'm a little shaken, but fine. He caught me eyeing his erection, which was still at full mast. He gets he gets really off on using his magic powers. Our tryst, <laughs> our tryst is unfinished. I see you've made some some highlights on this page. His yeah. great manhood lighted inside him. Yeah, because they they mentioned several times that he doesn't like. He kind of floats around. Yeah. And so I'm wondering. So did he like just was he floating and then just like went into her? Yeah. He has a he, like, huge thing for doggy style, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he does like doggy style. Uh. Which, I mean... He spun me around in the sarcophagus till I was facing him. He propped my legs up on his strong shoulders, and for the first time I saw him. Those magical amber eyes of his locked on mine as he filled me deeper and deeper. Uh, I bubbled over into a mind-melting climax that shook my hips and my legs like an unyielding seizure. That's oh, pretty good... in common. Yeah. I shouted as he continued to thrust. I'm tootin' common. <laughs> Now before that, that is fucking perfect. That is way. great, but that if you if you back it up before she says "oh toots in common," that's a pretty good female orgasm description. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we kind of set the bar. Uh, uh, Sam and I kind of found like the bar being set by someone else, but this is pretty fucking good. I think at least. Okay, it sounds like you're talking about yourself. I... <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> not to brag but we've defined it uh no not yet i planted both oh. palms <laughs> i planted both of my palms against the sides of the sarcophagus feeling smooth polished wood against my fingers as i tried to steady my here's everyone's favorite cute word quivering body uh, all right and here's where it gets weird it gets weird uh he slowed, allowing me time to enjoy my get ready. Monumental, monumental, concerto, monument. Uh, <laughs> and then, unfortunately, the cave is discovered by people digging out. You can hear like a pneumatic drill. They're trying drill. to find her yeah. and Ronnie and rescue them. He pulled his horse-like cock out of me and made me to stand, or made to stand. Uh, so the the drills are coming in. There's like a little beam of light. The pharaoh cursed an Egyptian, which makes me think he wasn't speaking Egyptian. He speaks English, but then he swears an Egyptian. Whatever, dude. You dare yet again interrupt the royal engagement? I will have the heart of every last intruder. And he's not kidding. No, he's not. Then he goes and he murders we're every talking, single one of them. We're talking like... We've got it highlighted. You can pull this, like... 
Yeah, I'll get to it. I was just going to say, this is like Netflix Marvel level dark. Seriously, it gets fucked up. And then, like, she's getting off on it the whole time. I... On watching the mummy murder all these guys who are trying to come and save her and Ronnie from the basic, you know, cave-in in this pyramid. And she's just like... In the build-up to this, I would make myself his bride and he could repay the kindness of my liberating him from his tomb by steadily feeding, feeding my, my tight, tight pussy, pussy with that magnificent cock of his. Yeah. How nice. What a trade-off. So, yeah. Um, read in. Porcupine face-sitting? Yeah, that's a tag on Imgur that has one post. Um, Maybe that's the username? No, it's a tag. They put a tag. Oh. Weird. Uh, he goes to put... <laughs> He goes to punch the first person who comes in the tomb. And do you want to read this one? Yeah. He met the man with the force of a freight train, slamming him so hard that the fellow could not help but splatter like a water balloon against the far wall of the cavern. He atomizes a motherfucker. Yes, he does. It's like Superman punching him up. Seriously. And then the next guy, he turns and kicks, and his foot goes... kicks through his stomach. Jesus. And then for the the coup d'etat... The third she man, said, Adolfo. Said, yeah, go ahead. The king simply reached out, took his head in his hands, and twisted it completely 180, 180 degrees. And then the next line is, I was appalled, but at the same time, I had never been so aroused. Us reading this shit. It's just... Right? Like, oh, what here's the, the other one. Loins. We're getting loins oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of to be expected, yeah. considering, you know, he's a mummy from ancient Egypt. Yeah, I... I yeah... I can't, actually, I do like that perspective of using older words to describe shit. Uh, she starts, she's literally masturbating throughout this scene. Yeah. She starts masturbating while watching He's him killing people. kill, like, ten different people. There's a comment about, I didn't know bloodlust was real until I experienced it myself. Uh, she thought it was a thing only for the battlefield or some, <laughs> some shit like that. I kind of like Tut in this because he's, he's like badass. Like yeah, he is. Pretty he he kills these motherfuckers and he's like, "You filthy thieves! You dare to encroach the two... He is speaking Egyptian. She can understand it. That explains it right there. The pharaoh snarled in Egyptian. Yeah. You dare to encroach the tomb of Tutankhamun to rob your king of his riches? Question mark. I want burgundy. He's he gets what he wants basically. I mean. Yeah, and then he fucks her. He explains that this is the matrimony, like, he is fucking her to, uh... They're gonna, this is, this is... Officiate them being yeah, married. Some, this is some wedding ceremony somehow, and, um... He lowered a hand, and I took it, feeling his firm, but not rough, fingers as they <laughs> yeah, gripped like... mine and lived me. That parenthetical... Why wouldn't his fingers be rough? First of all, he lived 3,000 years ago, and secondly, he's been dead for 3,000 years, so, like... He's also magic! So his fingers can't be rough? So we get to my least favorite description of a penis in this. His meaty dick prodded my side as I kissed him. Yeah. What is it, like ground beef? Or what yeah, we're talking here? Uh, yeah. Sausage That's not legs. a great, great Is it just meat wad down there? No, sausage legs. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a bratwurst down there, baby. Oh, fuck, I didn't see that yeah. one. You want to read but that one? the first few... Okay, but after they, they the start having sex sliding, again. Yeah, okay, so he starts, you know, he's finished killing everyone. Yeah. And they've started having sex again. 
now, she says, but after the first few sliding thrusts, my mouth was wide open, calling out with mounting satisfaction as he drilled for gold between my butt cheeks. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I love that. This is a comedy. It, it is, yes. It's not us making fun of a dead serious piece. This thing knows no, it's a little goofy. No, this is hilarious. This is great. Like, and I mean, honestly, it's a magic mummy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he can fly. Also, I like that it's like she he drilled for gold between my butt cheeks. Because what do you find in a pharaoh's tomb? You find gold. Ah, like You find butt cheeks. You find butt cheeks. She, yeah. Um, giant gold dicks. And apparently flanks. He puts her in doggy style. Uh, my tits bounced in rhythm. Yada, yada, yada. His hips met my flanks. As his divining rod found its way through me and I screamed with pleasure. Well, flanks, doesn't that just mean back? Yeah, outside? but... Usually one uses that to describe, like, a horse. <laughs> Maybe she's got a horse butt. <laughs> she's got a... She is a very subtle centaur. Uh, <laughs> I and just there's nothing that, in this like, book. just a horse butt, like, nothing else. <laughs> there's nothing to say she isn't in this book. Right? Uh, that's ba- basically it. They start fucking, the tomb falls in on them, but no, she... No, he comes. So he they comes. start fucking, and he comes so hard that he creates an earthquake, and they are then trapped... <laughs> Again, in the pyramid. But he has come his immortality into her as well. Yes, so now she is also immortal and they can just continue to fuck until they're found again. Even the pharaoh's great strength was not enough to move a mountainous pyramid. But it wasn't so bad. After all, we had one another to keep company until the next scientific excavation crew turned up. And keep company, we certainly did. That's the ending. Yep. It wasn't all a dream like I thought it was going to be. So the world is at risk here because she's just going to let him do whatever the fuck he Oh, wants. yeah. And she at one point mentions how there was nothing she could have done to keep the men, you know, to keep him from killing those men. I'm like, Ooh. bitch, whatever. Like, you, you already keep stopped telling him from killing yourself. Ronnie. Yeah. I'm like, you keep, you keep telling yourself that. Like, I mean, we could read into it that she, uh, I'm trying to talk while I'm being fondled here. Oh. <laughs> You could read into it that he is quite literally hypnotizing her. Uh, That's possible, I guess. So that she's like under the spell, or you know, I do. Honestly, I don't. You could read into it like that, but I don't think it. I don't think that's the case because she's been in love with him since she started reading about him in like middle school or whatever. You know, yeah. On that note, I do wish to say I appreciate someone writing about Tutankhamun without bringing up quite literally the mummy's curse. Because that was a huge fictional thing to do with any mummies. Because yeah. of the idea that if you brought anything back from Tut's tomb, you were cursed to die within like three years yeah, or Yeah, whatever. Ah, oh, why I love you so much, Sam. But what what is this part of our relationship? Tut's tomb. She is touching my nipples from behind. She has reached over my office chair <laughs> and is just touching them the through my shirt. Yet? It's fine. I just... Mm. I love you. I am feeling a little awkward. <laughs> As you should. So, that was getting funky with the Pharaoh's mommy, Kindle Erotica. Uh, what do we think? I think this I is like recommend. It. Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's, it's good. It's short. It's funny. It is short. Um, it kept my attention. Samantha Stone can There write. is sex in it. Like, the, yeah, legit, there's, there's sex. Which is good, because sometimes we don't find any. Yeah, because sometimes the sex is not super mm, great. Or consensual. Yeah. Or even well-written. Yeah. This is quick and, I don't want to say dirty, but this is quick. I mean, it's got sex, but I'm kind of jaded to that at this point. 
if you if you want to if you want to read about a woman fucking a dude with a huge dick, which quite frankly is overplayed for us at this point, but if that is something that interests you, then yeah, this is p- perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Uh. Honestly, I expected the mummy to be. Um, I didn't really look. I didn't see the. Uh, the cover. The, the cover. Yeah, when I when I read it until after I read it, mm-hmm. I expected the mummy to be like a skeleton. Like uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be completely different. Who knows what else we'll find this spooky Halloween month as we do all air quotes scary spooky stuff. This Yay. turned out to be not. It got a little scary when you started just murking bitches. Everyone, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but no, I I would I would recommend as long as you're okay with like six people dying. Yeah, and probably Ronnie as he's trapped in a sarcophagus. Yeah, he's probably he's definitely dead. Unless you know Tut wakes up and crawls over there and comes in him a couple of times and. If he decides he wants something else. <laughs> I need I need to keep my options open for all eternity. Yeah. This is feeling. This is a good massage I'm getting right now. By the way. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the Red Light Library, you can. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash redlightlibrary where you can financially support the show. Or if you just want to lend a hand, quick, easy, painless way, head over to iTunes, drop us a review, or Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast reviews. Help the show grow in uh, visibility on different apps and different places. And you can follow us on Twitter at redlightlibrary. That's where I'm most active, and I like tweeting with all my podcast friends. You too can be a podcast friend at redlightlibrary. And now for the Audible ad, I'll record while I'm editing, because I didn't think of anything for us to talk about today. Don't forget about the Audible ad. And the Audible ad, yes, we will do that very soon. I have been your Gavin. Download Audible. (laughs) I'm Jackie. (laughs) There's a little bit more to that. It's more to it than that, Jackie. They don't just download Audible and we get a cut. No, I'm aware. Yeah, all right. Okay, bye guys. Lame. Perhaps it was lame, Jackie, but Sick Gavin in the Future has one more ad to run by you guys. Listeners, don't forget, this episode is brought to you in part by Excitica.com. Listeners can select from a wide range of independently written erotica with very few limits to allowed kinks and support independent writers and independent publishing by heading over to Excitica.com. E-X-C-I-T-I-C-A.com. Excitica. Home for erotica of all flavors.